0: Welcome to All Access Travel, the podcast that takes you on a journey through the lens of modern men. Join us as we explore the world, dine on mouth-watering cuisine, sip on fine liquors, and appreciate the art of smoking cigars. All while discussing the unique experience and perspectives of men in today's global environment. Get your passports ready because it's time to set out on thrilling adventures filled with stories, insights, and the pursuit of the extraordinary. Misconceptions and conceptions let' let's, let's dig into this conversation right now. Um, a misconception is like everybody, outside of the United States wants to come to the United States. A lot of people want a better life in the United States than they do where they are, especially in the Caribbean, Central, and South America, um, and Mexico, right? They, They all want to come here for a better life. It's better than where they live, all that kind of conversation. And that is completely false. Yes, a lot of people do want to come here. They don't want to come here for the american lifestyle they want to come here for the american jobs they want to come here for the american capitalism they want to come here for our ingenuity they want to come here for our diverse ways of making money whether it be above board or below board right on the books or off the books you know so for example someone once said you know the average um person in mexico uh, low income, middle to low to low income is making like four dollars a day. You can come here to the United States and maybe cut grass for five, six dollars an hour. So you can see where that may cause someone to say, "Look, I'm going there for a greater opportunity." But what is the second largest contributor to Mexico's economy? It's Mexicans that live abroad sending money back, especially from the United States. Therefore, not everyone wants to come here for the American lifestyle. That's a misconception because a lot of these other nationalities, they come here and still live as they do in their native country in America. So for example, I met a young lady, she's Dominican, 25 years old, and she basically said, I have to force myself to be in places where they speak English for my English to get better and be more fluent because I can be around Spanish speaking people all day, twice on Sunday. Everything I do, everywhere I go in my neighborhood has Spanish speaking people, nail salon, hair salon, insurance people, this doctors, everybody speaks Spanish. Therefore, they have networks here that insulate them as if they were home, even though they're living in America. Now, I've met plenty of people in Brazil, in Dominican Republic, in Colombia. Um, I haven't been to Mexico yet, not yet, but I've met people in different countries that do not wanna to come to America. They say, yeah, America's like, it's cool, we hear about it, but they love where they live. You know, and it's, it's not about money for everybody. For, more, for a lot of people, it's about connection and community. And that's something that I hear that capitalism doesn't breed very well. We can look at American society and see how we're a little bit more detached from community and more about ourselves. Whereas uh, you go somewhere, let's say like Dominica or Colombia or um, Brazil who have more community things. They have more of a society that's built around themselves than it is about money because they, they don't have money. What they say, if you want to ruin a party, throw money into it. Right. I knew guys that were throwing these great parties. You know, they were costing $5, $10 to come. It was always good. Had a nice dress code. Everybody was, you know, this, that, and the other. And then sooner or later, people started taking money at the door. This guy's not dressed appropriate, but he's paying $50 to get in. So now they started having parties, a little bit more money, a little less dress code. But now the quality of the party then went down. Yes, you're making more money, but the quality of the people has dissipated because now those people of higher quality come and they see people in jeans and wrinkled up t-shirts and motorcycle boots, because they rode their bikes there, no problem. But they're not dressed for the real occasion. Now those people that were your more higher quality, higher end people, they don't want to come no more, right? And then eventually fight breaks out, something else happens, the whole party thing is ruined. Now you made a couple more dollars, but the longevity of what you were doing stopped. My point is, again, a misconception is that people want to come here because it's America is better than where they are. Financially, America is better than a lot of places. Socially, it is not. It just is not. And until you really get out and meet people in their culture, understand their culture, understand their unity, but you understand that not everything is money and money doesn't motivate everyone. I was once married to a Brazilian woman. We married in Brazil. She came back to America with me a year later. She just didn't understand our society. Yes, we had money. Yes, we had more opportunity to make money. Yes, we had more things, cars and cars and all the things that we had, jewelry, clothes, all those things, but we're very disjointed as a society. She could see it very clear. And many people would think that she married me to come here to be in America. When I met her, she had no inclination to ever leave Brazil. She had no desire to ever leave Brazil until she met me and I asked her to marry me to come here. And she eventually left America. Our relationship was going in a different direction as well, but she left America. She didn't stay here because of the money, the jobs, the opportunity. She left because our relationship was going the other way and then she didn't want to live here. If we weren't going to be together as a family. She didn't really feel like this was a place that was for her. So let's get the misconceptions out the way that people just want to come here and it's such a better place for all the reasons. No, America's a better place financially and for you to grow as far as being able to work and, and and you know and even help your family. But if a foreigner comes here and they don't have a mindset of "I'm coming here to work, get money, help my family out back home." If they don't have that mindset, they may not really survive here. Two conceptions. Let's deal with the con with, with a conception. <laughs> really, it was a misconception that women from other places are just so much better than women here. They're more submissive, blah 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 blah. Yes. Women from other places still are very much raised and hold on to values that we once had from years past, generations past. Yes, women are more homebody in a way of being women who took care who takes care of the family first, nurturers, things of that nature. However, not every woman from another culture is wholly submissive. Nor do they want to just sit at home and do what the man tells them to do. That is not where a lot of people are. There's a lot of people from other cultures, they, you know, women from other cultures, they want to work. They want to have a career. They want to be wives. They want to take care of their families. They want to be nurturers. And they may want to be the nurturers and family women first, but they still understand that. Okay, my man is the breadwinner there and, and things of that nature. But I may have to work to help make ends meet. I may have to go out here and do what I have to do to help make ends meet. You have lawyers, doctors, scientists. Women. Have these jobs and all over the world. Right, but they still like being wives so. A conception slash misconception is, yes, women from other countries still hold to old school values. That conception is very much real. The misconception is, they're all like that. No, they're not. There's a lot of women in other places of the world that are very feminist. They don't really want to depend on a man. They want to go out and get it on their own. They are just like Americanized women. Um, or are not, Let me not say Americanized. They're very westernized in their thought process. And that is somewhat changing in other societies, just like Brazil. They have a feminism movement right now. Not all the women think like that but you have more women in Brazil thinking like that, looking for opportunity, looking for more education, and they can go get it. Now, some of the jobs are still male dominated, but things are starting to turn. Women's mindsets are changing. The Brazilian women I encountered 20 years ago to the Brazilian women I may encounter today, they think differently. Their society is changing. No longer do they want to be represented represented by women who work in sex tourism that is not who these women are in these other countries they're not prostitutes first okay they're women they're family women they're hardworking women they're women who have dreams and desires that go beyond just pleasuring a man and, and just wanting to serve a man. So we have to deal with misconceptions and conceptions, y'all. We have to get off of some of the things that we've been told and understand people. That's why I say when you go to these places, talk to people, understand what they're doing. In the whole of you know, these countries, more women are working than they are walking the street, selling their ass. That is a very small part of their society, as it is a small part of the American society. Yes, we all know women who are prostitutes who are out here selling themselves for sex, but that's not the majority of women. But what happens is men that travel, that is what we talk about. That becomes the thing. We talk about that sex tourism and we talk about how submissive they are. And like, we're blown away if they're submissive and they're uh, prostitutes, right? It's like, wow, she's a prostitute, but she's still very catering to me. And she's very, man, no matter if she's a prostitute or a doctor, they have a certain way they are with men, period they're gonna look at you as a man a certain kind of way. So it's not because she's a sex worker that she's doing that. Culturally, they are still holding on to certain values that we have just let go and forgotten. It doesn't make one society of women better than another society of women. It's just cultural differences. It's, It's the advancement of the westernized world for women, which is really great. And I think that we can make some 360 on that to make ourselves whole, but at the same time, men are not the same in our culture. So we gotta deal with that too, right? We have to deal with that conception that men have been more feminized. Women have been more masculinized in this society. But that's a conversation for another podcast. But I'm just dealing with the misconceptions and the concessions that we have of other cultures and our view of it as Americans traveling to these places and how we see it. Because we can't always put our American and our Westernized mindset and understand another culture. We just cannot do that. It's very difficult to do that because we don't know what we, unless you understand the historical background of that, of that culture, that society, you won't be able to really understand how they got to where they are from where they were to where they are in present day. Exact exactly like America? Unless you understand the conception of America, and how it all came together and how we got to where we are now where you truly understand us as a people and many americans do not understand who we are as a people we're just busy living in it and i would venture to say that many people from other cultures are that way too however i will say that places like brazil for example they very much remind themselves of their history all the time. Something like Carnival unites the whole country, which is a celebration of freedom of slaves and 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 a celebration of Native Americans. So when you see people, you like, oh the women are naked and all that. no, they are celebrating their bodies. They're celebrating their physical, their physicalness, right? And when you see them dressed with the, with, you know, with a lot of the headdresses and things like that, they're really celebrating their native heritage, which if you know, if you watch anything about the Amazon, they may see some of these cultures. They're not walking around with clothes on. So this is a way for them to remind themselves of slavery and the Native Americans and the Portuguese and how they've all come together. In creative Brazilian society. Do they need to make a lot of leaps and bounds socially as far as having a uh, equal rights movement? Yes. Yes, they do. Do they still have issues with colorism? Yes, they do. They may not have hardcore racism. They never had a Jim Crow era. Okay. So they have their own challenges, but They have two things that unite them. Carnival and football, which we call soccer. Football in the world, all the countries that do not have basketball and baseball and this and that, all these sports that we have, that we can have like five, six sports before we even get to soccer in America. Their number one is soccer. The number one sport in the world is soccer. Why? Because whether you playing on grass, you playing on the street, you playing in sand or dirt. All you need is a ball. All you need is a ball. And this is the beauty of that. And those things soccer world soccer unites the whole nation and us as Americans. We don't have that with soccer. We don't have anything that we are very good at in the world in that way for soccer. We are dominating a lot of areas when it comes to Olympic sports. We're very good at them. Let me not get that wrong. Track and field, swimming, we can dominate. But when it comes to soccer, which is one of the premier Sports in all the world. We're not very good at it, so we don't really talk about it as much. It doesn't unite our nation like it does somewhere like Brazil. Brazil, when it's it's, it's, um, World Cup, man, these people go crazy. They will go out and paint the light poles green and yellow. They're all wearing their national colors. They're all very united, wrapped around the TV, watching their team play. It's a huge thing huge thing. We don't have anything in America like that that unites all of us. Because when we're watching our big sports events like the NFL it's still divided, right? When we're watching the Super Bowl. I like this team or I like that team or my team ain't playing so I'm just watching it because it's the big games, the end of the year, boom, boom, boom. No. When when you have a sport that's that's global like soccer, it is us versus everybody else and that brings all of us together against the rest of the world that is the beauty of soccer and that is the beauty of brazil and many nations like them but what do you think let me know please leave your comments below please like and subscribe and thank you for listening to all access thank you for listening to our experiences and insights. Please like, share, subscribe to this channel. And if you would like to participate with us on a trip or to just gather information on guides and other resources that we use, please email me at sirinq.biz at gmail.com or private message AU Access on Instagram and Facebook. And always remember to keep your stress low and your passports high.